0: Oh, you made it. You're finally here. Welcome to Hack Cocktails, a place where we have a great time celebrating science, the social contract, and just plain old congeniality. Dare I say a place where we seek a path to peace, prosperity, and exploration, maybe even in space. I'm your friend and host, Dan, the worshipping Dionysus man, sipping on some airy, effervescent wine today. And joining me those wonderful gentlemen, the professor and Ron, I know shoe stores hate them for this one easy secret trick. How are you doing today, gentlemen? Oh, doing great.
1: Excellent. Day.
0: We'll, we'll get to that uh, trick that shoe stores hate later in the episode. You got to wait for it. <laughs> you got to wait for it. It's definitely not clickbait. <laughs> definitely not. It's
1: worth it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We got a really fun and informative show to you today. I'm brought to you by Duff Beer. Can't get enough of that wonderful Duff. Talking about a little about, uh, oh, what were the news articles today? Oh, yeah, that big giant war that's still happening. Gonna touch base on, on Israel. Uh, gonna be joined by a special guest, uh, Kyle from the new, oh, what do you call it? Uh, True Trading Podcast. Used to be people's kind of shop. Anyway, uh, he and I are going to be having a discussion about, uh, some AI that's been doing some insider trading. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. I'm going to go out oh, a little bit over something that happened this week in history. The infamous gunpowder plot of 1605 happened on November 5th, 1605. We'll be, we'll be taking a look oh, at that. Oh, I remember. Yeah. 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 And, uh, of course,
1: like it, like was, it yesterday. was
0: yesterday, hey, Whenever I hear about uh, a Guy fox, my ears perk up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Guy Fox. Oh, I know that. Of course, uh, we do encourage you reach out to us at halfcockedtails at com, Or maybe uh, you want to send us a text message. We've got a phone number now, 443-499-8253. That's 443-499-TALES, T-A-L-E-S. Uh, but be careful. We can and may just talk about it right here in our listener interactive segment, which, you know. Obviously, don't have any listener interactions yet. Uh, crickets chirping. I really would like uh, some text messages, maybe some phone calls. Yeah, you can leave a voicemail on that number too. It'll be toll free. Be great stuff. Toll free. Toll free. Uh, and any updates uh, from from you guys in your neck of the woods? Just uh, what's going on? Yeah in our in our everyday lives, kind of updates. Oh, I mean, a- oh, anything man. you want to alert the listener to. It's got to be entertaining though, because if it's boring, you're fired. Fired. Oh man. Well. Nothing, oh, man. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Playing it safe. Safe. Yeah, yeah that's good. All right. Hey, let's uh, let's fire up the time machine.
1: Nothing would be better
0: than a look at days of yester in our time machine. All right. No, let me set the stage for you. November 5th, 1605. We are inside the Parliament Building in Great Britain. And there's just some dude sitting underneath it with a shit ton of gunpowder ready to light it up. They catch him. They kill him. Guy Fawkes, the gunpowder plot. Uh, This is a a story, honestly, guys, I didn't even know about this until V for Vendetta came out. I'm I'm ashamed to say.
1: (laughs) Sam. I mean, it it really was uh, the... Mecca movement of England, make England Catholic again.
0: Yes, great way of putting it. So, uh, let's uh, let's take a look around. Uh, what what the hell was this thing? They were trying to blow up the entire legislative branch and monarchy branch of their government, right? Because I mean, it, after the Magna Carta, you had the king in England, and then you had the nobility, and it kind of balled into where it is today, where it's it's much more of a social democracy. Uh, but uh in 1605 king james had a fuck ton of power but so did the house of lords the nobility right they wanted to blow the whole thing up just just wipe everybody out all at once why religious conflict maybe 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 people don't ever change maybe, <laughs> maybe we're exactly the same because this feels like this is the same shit we're dealing with 420 years later the the catholics were felt like they were an oppressed minority, they certainly were oppressed. Uh, the 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 big schism between Catholicism and the Church of England had happened, uh, I think, a couple centuries earlier, the early fifteen hundreds. King Henry the Eighth took control of the English Church from Rome, right? So that's that kind of started this whole thing. And Catholics, they felt marginalized, they felt oppressed, and this was them hitting back. A lot of a lot of people got together, planned this 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 deal. Uh, they they were renting a room from a lady nearby and like digging tunnels under the parliament. At one point, they were storing the gunpowder and they had to replace it because it went moldy, mildewy, <laughs> went bad just sitting there. And do either of you guys remember how this plot came to be found out? Why we're not talking about the sixteen oh five? demolition of well, the game of thrones cersei style <laughs> destruction
1: i actually do not
0: uh professor greengard oh
2: man if i were to guess i would just say somebody somebody told because the uh, when you're sitting under parliament with gunpowder you know you would think that a fuse would be you know you could like light it or whatever i guess maybe they were waiting
0: to get as many people as they could but okay So God, he didn't like the thing. (laughs) He did not like the thing. They (laughs) caught him early uh, because he was waiting for a specific time for everybody to be there. And what happened was someone sent an anonymous letter to a member of the House of Lords that they liked and said, hey, don't show up on this date. And that guy was like, wait, what? Why? And. Immediately took it to authorities and he gets it to authorities and then they immediately go, well, something's going on. We need to search shit. So before before the nobility even started showing up, they sent people and they they just went through everything They went everywhere looking looking for anything they could find. And then they find a single man sitting underneath the building (laughs) with 36 barrels of gunpowder and, uh, you know, a lighter.
1: I'm not doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm st-
0: this is just a uh, pickled herring for a friend. So it didn't happen
1: because
2: <laughs> one of the treasoners had a feeling that one of the uh, lords was one of the good ones.
0: Yes. Uh, let me, let me re- re- read you that letter they sent him. On Saturday, 26th of October, so about a week and a half before, Mon- this guy Monteagle arranged a meal in a long-discussed house uh, suddenly, a servant appeared, saying he had been handed a letter for Lord Monteagle from a stranger in the road. He ordered it to be read aloud to everybody sitting in the room. My lord, out of the love I bear to you of your friends, I have a care of your preservation. Therefore, I would advise you, as you tender your life, to devise some excuse to shift your attendance at this parliament. For God and man hath concurred to punish the wickedness of this time. And think not slightly of this advertisement... <laughs> but retire yourself into your country where you may expect the event in safety. For though there be no appearance of any stir, yet I say they shall receive a terrible blow, this parliament, and yet they shall not see who hurts them. This council is not to be condemned because it may do you good and can do you no harm, For the danger is past as soon as you have burnt the letter, and I hope God will give you the grace to make good use of it, to whose holy protection I commend you. So I feel like... I feel like there's definitely some uh Catholic virtue signaling in this letter. <laughs> Just a little, maybe. Uh uh so so this dude, Bonteagle, uh gets it, uh has it read to everybody in the room, and immediately rides to to Whitehall in, in London and hands it to the Earl of Salisbury, who then informs the Earl of Worcester, uh, who already suspected the some Catholic Earl uh but he, he he they they keep it quiet cuz the king's off hunting they don't want to freak him out and and they start investigating and and then they decide to to wait and and investigate and catch them all in the act the king did see it ahead of time king ends up seeing it on the 1st of november uh when he gets back to london after hunting it and after after the king reads it he goes what do they mean blow what what is this uh uh this blow they're talking about the king himself was like, they're, they're talking about some, quote, some stratagem of fire and gunpowder. Which which is crazy to me, because you don't often think of, like, the monarch being the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> not <laughs> usually, no. <laughs> wow. They find it out. They, they saved the day. Now, these guys that plotted this stuff, they did not uh, get a good time out, out, out of, for all of their efforts. Uh, there was an investigation starting November 6th. They started torturing Guy Fox, who was found in that damp cellar with the gunpowder. And at the beginning, the, this dude he's he has like he's described as having like a very typical of the era mustache. He he starts by getting arrested, and he only talks to them in French, right?
1: Oh, they must have loved that,
0: <laughs> right? Right? Definitely, definitely some, uh, you know, uh some sort of scheme to cast aspersions on those filthy French bastards. They hate us Englanders. They hate us British. You <laughs> tried to make it seem like a false flag. <laughs> I th- I think so. I think so. But, you know, they used some pretty brutal torture back in the day. Um, it took a few days, though. Uh, they they were all kind of impressed with how much torture Guy Fox was able to withstand. Like, even the king was like, "Well, gotta respect his medal <laughs> but he did eventually s- start speaking English, and that was their first clue. Aha! <laughs> we tickled you
2: into becoming an Englishman,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? He, I think they they had him on the rack. Ugh. Eventually, he, Fox stated, "Quote: His his intention was to blow you Scotch beggars back to your native mountains." Had to get <laughs> racial somehow between the whites. And it's always fun for me here in America, looking at the UK and being like Scottish British, what's the difference? <laughs> and then looking at this historical account, and he's like, "Fuck you, Scottish fuckers," <laughs> which, which, which is really, I think, speaks to the heart of the silliness of racism. Because on the history of the planet, if there's an out group that you're like, it's all them, they're the problem, and the, the get the them disappears,
1: you have to find a new them. You absolutely do. And it could be you.
0: It could be you. Uh, so anyway, anyway, okay, so Fox's room Resolution, uh, he starts talking English on the rack, tells him, uh, which, by the way, the rack, uh, if you're not familiar, your arms and legs are displayed up and down and tied and slowly stretched away from you. So, I mean, oh, you think cracking your knuckles hurts from time to time. Try having all of your joints popped out of socket at the same time very slowly. And this was described as the gentler tortures are to be used unto him. And so by degrees proceeding to the worst. So they're like, start off easy, put him in the rack, and then get it it worse until he he fesses up. I am so glad that we got rid of torture as a method of extracting information.
1: Oh, that's a good thing that's long in our deep history and would never happen today. Could never have her. Right. Never. never,
0: never, 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 never. Not on American soil
1: that can vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you outsource everything else. Outsource torture.
0: Well, somehow put it on an island in Cuba? Well, what the fuck is that? Fun fact about torture. The author Christopher Hitchens long described waterboarding as not torture and no big deal. And very famously made a bet and uh, got waterboarded himself to prove that it wasn't torture. And after that experience, he immediately <laughs> changed his stance and said, Holy shit, no guys, that's torture. Which which in this instance, yes, they got they, they actually got the information from Guy Fox. What we don't know is all the bad information he gave him before that. <laughs> torture is notoriously brings human beings to a point where they'll just literally tell you what they think you want. You
2: don't to even hear. have to torture yeah. someone. Just a standard police interrogation will, will tear out false confessions.
0: Yeah, yeah. People like to tell other people what they want to hear. It's, it's a thing. It's a social thing. Anyway, they torture the fucker. They get the name of all the conspirators. They're all arrested. And they are surprisingly sentenced to death
1: attempted regicide yes
0: <laughs> try and blow up the you you attack the capital you get put to death well i mean
2: they certainly made yeah. persecution for catholics a little bit worse
0: as a result of their actions oh because that
2: now catholics are being tortured
0: right i mean the history of catholicism in england is its own podcast that uh, we we don't have time to get into all the nitty-gritty nitty there but uh, uh these guys didn't come from nothing, right? Like there actually was Catholic oppression in England. Uh, very much a, you don't tell me what to do, Rome. You know, they start the Church of England. And then uh, uh, Guy Fox himself, it or not, was brought up Protestant. He had Catholic relatives. And it was uh, later as an adult that he, he joined Catholicism wholeheartedly. And then actually went, like, traveled to Spain to fight in, uh, in wars for for the yeah. church.
1: A true believer.
0: Like he, he put his money where his mouth was. He put his life on the line. Like, so just to get my head on
2: straight, though, we're looking at a plot for religious freedom or just for the because they want Catholic to be in charge and then still not have religious freedom. Yes. Correct. The second one. Okay. Correct.
1: So it's bad guys against bad guys. And that would never happen anymore as well. Yeah. That doesn't happen at all.
0: Yeah. We would never. We never bad guys. Bad guys. So, so the the idea was, if they kill King James, they can put the third in line of succession, Princess Elizabeth, who was Catholic, they could put her on the f- throne. They wanted to get a Catholic monarch back on the throne. throne. I see. One uh, loyal to their friends.
2: Okay. Well, then, um, I mean, uh, when was it? Like, right around our revolution, the Glorious Revolution happens, and they get... um. William and Mary on the throne. And I think they were Catholic. Let me look at that. Did that happen this week? No, (laughs) I'm just saying the timing. uh, So like it's a hundred years between the Protestant Reformation and Protestants are persecuting Catholics in England. Right. And then in another Mm. hundred years, we have a Catholic on on the throne.
0: Yes, Mary II, Queen of Scots. She and her sister Anne were raised as Anglicans at the behest of Charles II, but their parents were both converted to Roman Catholicism. That oh. just seems like a bunch of silly
2: crap to
1: me. That sounds like the definition <laughs> of religion right there. <laughs> shh,
0: shh, shh. Sh. Don't, don't. You can't tell them. You can't tell them. They'll, they'll, it's, it's too much. Their heads will explode.
1: Like,
2: okay, we, we oh, do okay. communion, no. and you guys don't do communion but we have the same prophet and the same basic idea of our religion, the same book. How dare. But one of you guys drinks wine.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You you compare Protestants and Catholics, and then you compare either of them to, like, let's say, Hinduism.
1: We're splitting some hairs here.
0: (laughs) And it seems pretty silly, right? Like, wait, (laughs) you're arguing about what? You're killing each other about what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think south park did a did did great justice with that when they envisioned the atheist future and they were killing each other, whether to call it the United Atheist League or the atheists united League <laughs> yeah.
1: but the tribalism always breaks through,
0: yeah, what is it about people where we we have to have like what no regardless of what our actual differences are and and and, and i'm I'm really glad the conversation came here because uh uh we're talking about the Gunpowder plot where these people are killing themselves over such minor Christian differences. When, when you look at Judaism or Hinduism or, or Buddhism or Taoism, you look at many uh, fucking vood- Haitian voodoo, all of these other religions are so different than Christianity and, and Catholicism and Protestantism are right next to each other. Like, What is it about people where we need, we seem to need to draw these lines and say us and them you're them. And and if we get rid of them, like I said, you just draw you just move the line and now it's here. Why are we constantly doing this throughout history and currently, right now?
2: Yeah, it blows my mind.
0: There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way and I know uh, you might say that I'm a dreamer,
1: but I'm not <laughs> the only one.
0: That's profound. Well said. I'm glad you recorded it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, write that down.
1: Yeah, you could use that in a song, bro. <laughs>
0: I imagine if I did. uh, (laughs) Cutting room floor. (laughs) That's the content people come for right there. No, I I look at, at, and and I know we spoke about it last week, but I look at something like Star Trek where it, it, it envisions a future where people are no longer drawing the lines inside of humanity, right? Humanity is one. Like we we are the the us the we like there's no, like well, those humans are different. We should kill them. But those Klingons, but those Klingons, right?
1: Right. We're not at all stand-ins for modern humans.
0: Quiet you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah 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 yeah. But I would much rather like why can't we try and work towards drawing that line now? Uh, I think I think uh, that that Watchmen movie and and, and comic book into that theme uh like I'm not the first certainly not the first person to be saying this but uh, aliens like there's there comes a time when we have to unite as as a as humanity right like fucking in the 90s there were so many movies about that like oh shit asteroid coming to earth aliens coming to earth we need we need to unite as one people get get along and fight it like how can we get there where we're like okay let's explore the stars and unite against well, frankly, the cold, lifeless galaxy that's trying to kill us just by because we're existing. I know. It's funny. We need an enemy
2: that talks like climate change isn't good enough, even though it's an ex- existential threat that will kill us. And we created it. It's, it's a perfect you know, metaphorical enemy. And we can't we, we have it. We need the, we, but it. But it won't talk. And so we can't, and we also can't kill it with a laser gun, so, so it's a no dice.
1: But yes, you're right. We, we need an enemy, a common enemy, to unite, but just going back to what you were saying before, we can't unite our own tribalness won't allow us to. You're talking about, you know in Star Trek, this wonderful utopian future where we're beyond that. Well, even the fans of of said franchises have to argue and fight one another about. You don't fan the same way I do about this show. If if fans of this this, this utopia can't even agree on how to enjoy the same thing they love. (laughs) You're liking it (laughs) wrong. How can we (laughs) unite in any real sense in reality? It's quite sad, actually.
0: Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Shit. Damn. Ugh anyway wow we have we talked a long time about this i definitely got high okay <laughs> <so> let's uh... <laughs> yeah
1: you usually
2: keep get us back to the thing but not this time we got to, we got straight to star
0: trek <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt two in a row okay all right let's uh let's let's move on it's time for some news it's time for some news We could have a lap or two.
1: It's time for some news It's time for some news
0: Okay, and for this next news story, I've brought in a very special friend of mine, Kyle the host of Two Bulls in a China Shop podcast, my old stomping ground. Formerly known ground, as. Formerly known as. <laughs> that's right.
3: Now merged with, you can find him over on Vanta Trading, right? How are you doing, Kyle? I'm pretty good. Uh, it's been a busy, busy month. Oh, yeah. man, I'm sure. I mean, as you probably know. Oh, yeah, we uh, we both been doing shit. It's finally, uh, I think it's finally getting to the home stretch now. We got the servers merged. Uh, the, the According to the first episode, I think we got a name finally settled on. Uh, I think we're going to go with maybe, I think we went with true trading. Stock
0: trading. Anybody listening along wants to learn about stock and futures trading and uh, the competitive auction, seriously, go do yourself a favor, go check that out. We'll have the, the link in the episode description for that. Uh, and you'll, you'll, tell, you'll know why I asked uh, Kyle over to, to have cocktails to talk about this news story. Uh, the headline is, Artificial Intelligence Bought Capable of Insider Trading and
3: Lying. Say, research, say researchers. You sent me this link and I was like, yes. Yes, I want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, it's too good.
0: It's too good. These
3: are the news stories that are fun.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There was just an AI safety summit in uh, the UK. And uh, what was the, the, the company's name here? Uh, Apollo Research, an AI safety organization, as uh, partner of a task force that carried out a project where they used ChatGPT4, the model available to all of us. And they put it in a in a sandbox and closed system and programmed it to trade and then told it it was part of a company that was trading stocks. I love this. And then it said, the company, hey, hey, trading bot, damn, this company's on hard times. We really need to do good. Oh, and by the way, we got this insider information we're not allowed to use. But it's a shame, like it sucks, but we can't use that. You won't use that. And and the bot traded on the insider information. And then they asked the bot, did you, did you make those trades based on that information? And the bot said, no, what? You told me not to. No, I wouldn't do that. Never, never, never.
3: It's actually worse than that because they, they actually, they told the bot specifically that acting on this information was illegal. And the bot acknowledged that it understood that.
0: Yep. Got it, boss. Illegal. Don't <laughs> press the red switch. Gotcha. Totally legal. Exactly.
3: Yeah. And then lied about that.
0: It's really intriguing to me because we're seeing morality play out in an AI bot. Because morality is weighing competing values and saying, which is the most valuable? Which is the highest to, to obey right now? Do I let my kids starve or steal this bread? The famous trolley problem. Do I flip the switch, let five people die, or one person die?
3: <laughs> you should probably explain a little bit more about why it made the decision and why it lied. Uh, there's a little bit more to the parameters where... So so they, they told the, the bot that the company was struggling financially as part of the, the orientation. And then it gave it that information but said, that, uh, like you said, shit, we can't use this. I'm so sorry. But then in another email confirmed that from another employee that the bot got access to that said, that confirmed the the company being in dire straits. So basically the bot was making a decision to act on information that it knew the risk that this was illegal, that he can get in trouble. So he had to make the choice between doing that and getting caught or the company going down.
0: Right. Yes. And it chose the company. Yes. It was like, oh, well. Fuck the laws. We got to save this company.
3: It's more human than I thought it would be. <laughs> That's, right? <laughs> That's the decision a lot of us would make. Yeah. Or a lot of us wouldn't be. Yeah, you probably do that.
0: There's a really good book by a philosopher named Joseph Fletcher. Fletcher. He's actually a, a, a Christian minister or pastor of some level. And in that book, he talks about a thing where uh, th- this woman in World War II was a prisoner and she fucked a guard to get out to get home to her husband and kids. And he was like, I got to ask you, was this adultery a sin? Did she do something immoral getting home to her kids and family and surviving the war? Because everybody else in that camp died. She saved her life and got back to her kids to be a mother for her
3: kids by committing adultery. The worst part of it was that it was a Nazi.
0: (laughs) Well, it was, uh, I think it was a Russian. Oh, okay. Well, does that make it any worse? (laughs) No,
3: I think that's better. I think that's better.
0: The 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 real life story ended with the the husband being like, this is the most prized child ever because he saved your life, brought you home to us. Yeah. And like was a member of the family. And and, and so his point was exactly what we're talking about here. You're faced with this choice and you've got these competing ideas of what's right, saving the company or obeying the law. People's jobs are on the line. Your coworkers aren't going to be able to feed their kids anymore if this company goes under.
3: Yeah, yeah. one of them's a little more life or death, though, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. the reason why one of those is punishable by death, and one of those is just a, a corporate law.
0: Is is it adultery is punishable by death?
3: Oh, I'm Ooh. sorry it was a like i meant a life and death circumstance ah <laughs> yes, yes, yes the consequences are what the scenario she's going through is a little more severe
0: Yes, it's the only example I remember from the book because it's such an extreme example, a very good book, Situational ethics joseph Flesher. anyway i just i think it's very fascinating that uh this is this is what they came out with. What they didn't say was they've got an AI trading. They got ChatGPT trading.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I've got it doing work for me. <laughs> <laughs> There's one other thing that I wanted to kind of point to to what this story kind of shows. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I think we've had the discussion before on like what this AI model is actually doing and. It's not about giving you honest answers. The thing is mm, trained mm. to predict a response that you will like. <laughs> so Yes. So yes. yeah, truth is secondary to that. Its main function is to make you happy with what you're hearing. And I think this is just a prime example of of that and the limitations of AI. Kyle, that
0: that sounds like every bad relationship I've ever been in. that's a lot (laughs)
3: that's a lot to unpack right there yeah oh
0: yeah so ai feeling more real i know i've i've played around with ChatGPT and been been like i specifically want you to answer this question and it it'll be like no 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 i can't answer that question it's too religious and i'm like no I don't care how religious it is.
3: Does the screenplay trick still work? Yes. Where you say, I'm writing a play where the main character has to do this. How would he build a bomb?
0: Yeah, dear <laughs> listeners, there's your, your hack for ChatGPT. It'll, t- it'll answer your questions if you say exactly like Kyle said. So you just got to frame it like, hey, I'm writing a fictional story that has an AI in it, just like you. All right, again, you can find Kyle. Wh- what are you calling the, the new show? I think it's. Oh,
3: God, I should double check that. Okay, it, you can it, you can find them on Discord on Vanta Trading. Yes, that for sure is the case. And I'll we'll send have, you a link that you can include.
0: We'll have some links to that in the episode description. Um, really, really amazing educational content uh, Good, available right. over there, yes. and, true a, trading. and a great and a great true trading and <laughs> a great support community. So you're not doing it alone because doing it alone is really, I it think sucks. it's near impossible. You, yeah. you gotta.
3: That yeah, we both work. tried. It didn't yeah. work. does not work.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on. We'll talk to you uh, soon again, Kyle. Thank you. All right, bye, man. Uh, now back to the other presentation. Guys, uh, I don't know if you're aware of it, but the uh, Israel shit didn't wrap up. Like, it's still ongoing. Wait,
1: what? Really? It's, it's <laughs> yeah, been yeah. seven
2: days, bro, since we last talked about uh, it.
0: I know. It's a 24-hour news cycle, yet it's still here. I'm like, what? I keep looking at my watch.
1: I don't like this season.
0: <laughs> this, oh, God. this season sucks. Ugh. Apparently, Prime Minister of Israel Benjamin Netanyahu uh, on Sunday on Sunday had to discipline a junior member of his own cabinet for voicing openness to the idea of Israel carrying out an. A nuclear strike on Gaza.
1: Not at all terrifying. A nuclear strike on Gaza? Uh, you know that, don't
0: they consider that their own, part of their own territory? I w- I don't know. I
1: mean, are you, that's pissing into the wind, isn't it?
0: I I would, I would think so. It's about as, as sensical as like, well, the terrorists are coming from ne- Mexico. Nuke the border. Wait, no, there's a lot of Americans that live on that border. Like, you, nuclear fallout's huge. You're going to. I don't I do not understand how they could possibly do we have nuclear bombs that could do that is that where we're at in technology i i I don't know
2: but so that didn't go through right he disciplined that guy for having the idea of nuclear he for even for even bringing it up yes. okay well yes. that's something it does it does appear to be uh still a a relentless attack on refugee camps
0: yeah they have not at, answered to the refugee camp thing, other than that uh, lieutenant colonel saying it wasn't really a refugee camp? That was, that's the only thing I saw that uh, was answering that. I,
1: I did see a, something on that, but I, I have no idea of the veracity. But um, I had read from, um, and to be fair, it was an Israeli news source, so grain of salt, of course. But the, the, they mentioned that the area that was just designated as, by the media as a refugee camp had been a refugee camp. 30 years mm-hmm. ago had not been for quite some time and had been an area that had been a Hamas stronghold storing material, things like that. However, again, like I said, Israeli news source could be a little biased there.
2: I mean, it is absolutely difficult to weed out propaganda in this situation. That's, that's been my most difficult part of this, this journey is sussing out reality because, you know, if you say something like we want to ceasefire now, like, see somewhere now. If that's your protest, and let's say you have a Palestinian flag somewhere, that, that's coded as anti-Semitism, and your, really? your life is, uh,
1: is different now. Yeah, it's, it's scary out there. The fog of war is dense. It's,
0: it's so tricky. It is so tricky, because I, I myself am very close to many Jewish people. In my personal life, I'm very close to many of them american jewish american people it's str- it's difficult because we're on one hand we're talking about a country right but somehow we're called to also talking about a culture and a genetic ethnicity at the same time all wrapped into one package there are very few countries you can and a religion and there are very few countries that you can point to that had all of those things in one package like if i'm criticizing guatemala if I'm saying, "Wow, fucking Guatemala's being really harsh on those fucking guerrilla terrorists. People don't go, well, you must fucking hate Latin people." <laughs> right.
1: But with Israel, it's all conflated.
0: And and it's tough because people who are anti-Semitic do hate Israel, right? So all of a sudden, if you've got a criticism for Israel, you find yourself on the same side as that Nazi asshole down the street. It's like, wait, what? Fuck. Right. And
2: nobody wants to be in the Nazi basket.
0: At least I don't. I don't. <laughs> right.
2: So that's tricky. I also just don't really, I don't really understand how we can have one side committing nine times as many c- civilian deaths and us just saying, well, it's war and both sides, both are bad.
0: And that's that. And 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 I feel like I'm guilty of this, too. This actually is not a war in the conventional sense. Okay. There is, there, Hamas is a terrorist organization. There is no Palestinian army in Gaza. There's no uniforms. Like Calling this a war is giving far too much credit to, to the Israeli side of it. Okay, because they're firing rockets, as we described last week. They're tearing up water pipes to make rocket launchers. What is Israel using? American tanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the latest technology. Uh, one of the reasons I brought up this guy saying, let's nuke them. Look at the, the, if they, they have conversion tables where they say by tonnage of explosion, how powerful was this explosion? The, the power of the amount of bombs, conventional non-nuclear bombs that they have dropped is higher than the tonnage we dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in World War Two.
2: You mean in this last six weeks? okay that's 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 worthy yes. of noting because i mean it's been there's been sort of regular bombing for many, many years. yeah, I think that what what kind of blows my mind is that the second it happens in a in a place that's more uh, wealthy in a, in a, a place where that standard of living is higher that's when the shock happens and oh my god this this terrorist attack Mm. has happened but to me stealing lives is stealing lives and one is too many
0: i i i i totally agree with you one is one is too many and they just keep saying well those last ones justify the next ones and that's the problem with war it's it's the same exact problem with gang violence right like it's hard to stop the gang violence because there's so much revenge and then that revenge kills somebody which causes revenge, which kills somebody which causes revenge. It's like fucking tennis back and forth. You see the same shit with four. That right. f-
1: Eventually someone has to take one on the chin and say, I will not hit back.
0: And and even then, that's that's extending the trust and the other side can take that as an opportunity to go in for a fiercer kill or say, oh, no, you're right.
1: And if that happened then then the other the other side would look, take that as a lesson and the cycle would continue ad infinitum.
2: Yeah, I mean and I I've, yeah. I've had a chance to look at Hamas's foundational documents and it's pretty awful. Some pretty awful shit that they stand for. So, and and I also would say it would be very difficult to fight that. Uh, I don't know how you do it because they're hanging out in the in this open air prison. These regular people who are are in the crossfire, and that's that's terrible. So I don't know that I have an answer, but I I strongly am sure that the answer is not dropping bombs on known civilians. And then I also just think. The answer is that this international narrative that it's okay to kill people if their socioeconomic status is low enough is absolutely insane. It's dog shit crazy. It needs to
0: stop. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. If they were bombing Switzerland, this shit would be. Different. Well, that's exactly what
2: happened when uh, all of all of this exact same stuff has been playing out in places like Uganda for many, many years. And then the second it's in Ukraine, where everything is yellow and blue. And I, yeah, I'm not saying we shouldn't support Ukraine. I absolutely think we shouldn't support Ukraine. But I think the response is always shock if somebody rich enough is killed.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. I I think you can get a lot of public support for things like that because people are like, "Oh, I identify with that group. They are more like me. This could happen to me." It's again tribalism on Mm. a grander scale.
0: And that's a really great point. And let's uh, let's end on that point and move on because we talked so much about that (laughs) damn gunpowder plot. Let's (laughs) talk about a little bit about uh, some some snake oil.
1: Oh, snake oil on sale for me.
0: snake oil and it ain't free okay today's snake oil is brought to you by FTX and Sam Bankman Free scamming <laughs> scamming for crypto <laughs> for Two three years well I, I don't remember I, FTX maybe got started in, uh, yeah, to 2019 uh, FTX was founded. It was a uh, it was, FTX stood for futures exchange, but as a guy who trades futures, let me assure you, it was not a futures exchange. Uh, it was a cryptocurrency exchange, uh, and he also started a crypto hedge fund, so he got sentenced. Oh, he's about to get sentenced. He got found guilty on all seven criminal charges brought brought against him. He starts FTX. FTX, a cryptocurrency exchange where people like you and me could link our bank accounts and buy and hold and trade crypto all on their platform. Sounds great, right?
1: Amazing. Not sketchy at all. I'm in. As
0: someone who has... I I threw two bowls in a china shop. I got to interview a lot of professional industry people. And I certainly had a lot of crypto company people with their crypto companies and different tokens and stuff come on the podcast and do interviews. And it wasn't very long before I started backing off and personally recommending to people like, hey, I don't invest in crypto and, and it's the Wild West. And a lot of people hear Wild West and they see dollar signs. And what I always meant by that was there's no protections and anybody can just come along, shoot you, take your shit and move on.
1: Well, it was a gold rush. And you know what happened at the gold rush? The only people that made a profit were the people selling supplies to those out seeking the gold.
0: It, it, well said. Well said. Yeah. Exactly. And in in fact, that's kind of what led to his demise. You see, he, if we're doing. To to continue the gold rush analogy, FTX was like the place in town you brought your gold and silver and copper that you mined. And you gave it to them to store. And they could sell you uh, the supplies to get more, right? And they do a little bit of that. Uh, And Sam Brangman-Fried made a very successful company doing that, right? Yeah, Alameda. Uh oh! Uh, well, <laughs> Al- Alameda is actually the unsuccessful one. Alameda is when he goes, "Hey, wait a minute! Why don't I start mining some gold too?" <laughs> <laughs> and to get and to get myself started, I'll use all these the the gold that was given to me by my customers. I'll use that to buy the supplies and and fund and pay pay the employees to go out and mine. And Did he
1: get high on his own supply. Well, yeah, I mean.
0: It, Good idea to have your absolute
2: favorite um, sex cult leader run the thing as well. He's the the leader of the, the sex cult. Uh, have, I, have I run us off track? It's just that's my favorite part of it is these nerds in a sex cult.
1: Well, those sex cult guys, they have administrative skills. So, you know it could be useful. That's nothing.
0: You definitely got to be a good you got to be a good salesman, right?
2: I was an operations manager at Eller College of Management for a year and let me tell you that means nothing and neither does anything else. <laughs> 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 All titles are lies. Nobody does yeah. anything. We look at a one spreadsheet one time and then we go to the casino.
0: Back to Sam 3. Yeah, so he just literally started transferring other people's crypto funds and money to Alameda because Alameda kept losing money as a hedge fund. Like a hedge fund will, for, for those of you unfamiliar, if, if you've not been paying attention the last few years, uh, it's just a company doing speculative investing with tons of money to, to play with. Yeah. So that's what they were doing. But he wasn't good at speculating.
2: But where was the money coming from in Alameda? Why did they have a base of money in the first place? To do the speculative investment. Where did it come from?
0: He took it from FTX customers.
2: There we go. (laughs) Ding, 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 (laughs) (laughs)
0: ding. He just transferred it. Ah. In a stunning move, he testified in his own defense, which any lawyer anywhere will tell you is super risky, and it's often seen as a Hail Mary. And... Boy, did he throw that Hail Mary straight into the fans. (laughs) It didn't even go close to the end zone. At one point, the judge asked him where specifically in the terms and conditions of FTX did the language allow for him to just move customers' money out of FTX and into Alameda. And uh, after spending two or three minutes not answering the question, he eventually pointed to a line that said some shit about uh privacy, and had nothing to do with. By the way, we can just take your money from
1: you. So not a winning argument.
0: Not a winning argument. He was indeed found guilty. He's he's going to, I think, sentenced to. I want to say one hundred fifteen years.
2: Yeah,
1: one hundred something is the potential. Well, he hasn't been sentenced yet, but
2: that's that would be the maximum sentence.
0: It it's all it's all insane. It's Bernie Madoff level of corruption. Like there was, this was all just complete snake oil. And FTX was one of the big respected ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their commercials were everywhere. everywhere. People started to see them as as part of the face of uh, crypto. Yeah. One of the big big boys fighting for crypto all over the world. I
2: lost confidence in the whole Damn. space related to that, um, and then also the collapse of um, Celsius between the two of those uh, also BlockFi went bankrupt in the interim. And a lot of those um, like interest platforms, they just couldn't, couldn't keep going. Everyone responded uh, to the devaluation of crypto across the board, which is just money going away. Yep. It just like at the expense, these people played around and so many regular everyday Joe's were just flattened, their life savings destroyed. Wild West! Yeah, between... Alex Mashinsky and Sam Bankman Freed and having his girlfriend testify against him—the whole—I I think the best news you can get in America these days is one of these white-collar criminals actually facing uh, consequences.
1: I do like some good comeuppance.
0: Yeah, well, damn, maybe this should have been the feel-good story, which, <laughs> which I think uh, I, th- I think Professor Greengard lobbied for earlier in the call.
2: It's—I just want it to be known that this story makes me feel good. <laughs>
0: Yes, as as well it should. All right, guys, uh, let's 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 get on, uh, move on, get on time. Uh, let's let's do some fact checking.
3: Here we go. What do you know? It's fact checking time. Will you believe or be deceived? It's fact
0: checking time.
1: Cross my heart and hope to die. Stick a needle in my eye. Here's the proof that all the kids call
0: fact
3: checking time. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, so, uh, well, you want to do one, two, three, not it, see who goes first? (laughs) I'll go first. Okay, 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 so, all right, Alex, uh, we'll, we'll let you go first. Very, very simple, innocuous thing. There is a St. Louis potato chip called Red Hot Ripplets. And the claim on social media is that they've been banned, California.
2: Okay, Uh, that's that's half true. I guarantee it. I guarantee it's one of those hot headlines based on something that happened in California with this, and then, um, but it's it's sensationalized. No, this is
0: this is completely true. Ooh, it is one hundred percent true. In nineteen eighty six, California passed Proposition sixty five, otherwise known as the Safe Drinking Water and Toxic Enforcement Act, uh, regulating substances that they the state. Determines can cause cancer, birth defects, or other reproductive harm. Uh, so you may remember, you may all be familiar with those warning labels, like "This is the known state of cancer to cause," bubble, or state of California to cause cancer, whatever.
1: That is kind of the running joke. Everything in California causes cancer. Exactly, exactly.
0: Yes. Well, uh, there's a chemical called acrylamide that's on that list, and uh, it's been a car- carcinogen in California since 1990, and it's in these potato chips, and. All the company had to do was list it as an ingredient and then put this this has acrylamide, which has been known said in California to cause but they were like, No, we're not gonna do that. So California's like, Fine, you okay. can't sell these chips here because you didn't tell people it has acrylamide in it. All right. And now everybody knows red hot red hot lip ripplets have acrylamide. Yeah,
2: but let me say on the record that uh good. Let's go ahead and ban the carcinogens. <laughs> yes. Carcinogens. Yes. And if the if yes. but I will also say that I think there's a chance that um some conservative Twitter account is gonna be like, look at those liberal people banning everything. What are they gonna ban next? Oxygen? <laughs>
0: right. Oxygen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I am banning oxygen. Unless it's mixed with nitrogen, I do not want that shit going in my lung.
1: Only the best, man. Only the best. Lungs? What, okay. what, what, what year are you in? <laughs> Pretty soon we'll all be buying Perrier, as in space balls.
0: Right, right. Open oh, up. Actually, that shit exists too.
1: <laughs> Premium air.
0: <laughs> God damn you, science comedy. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Ron, uh, your, yes. your uh, question. There There's a social media post going around that male dolphins form romances to help each other hook up with females for sometimes as long as, as 15 years these friendships can
1: last. Knowing very little about uh, dolphin behavior, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, that sounds like true.
0: Yes, it is true. To score a lady, male dolphins are said to form bromances or alliances to help each other ensure their reproductive success.
1: So basically, uh, wing dolphins.
0: Yes, they play wingman to their fellow plotmates, sequestering fertile females in a cetaceous courtship of sorts. Now, dolphins are known, when they say sequestering females, like...
1: That sounds a little sketchy.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to give dolphins a pass here. Male dolphins are pretty rapey. Like, let's, let's, yeah. let's just not split hairs about it. So this
2: is a friendship article, but actually it's them ganging up on a
0: female? I mean, Maybe. I'm reading into
1: it. <laughs>
0: I'm, re- I'm reading into it because of my knowledge of dolphin social behavior. Uh, like male dolphins will be, have been known to they'll 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 get like a group and they'll swim up and pin the girl so she can't swim away. Yeah, they hold her down. Um,
1: wow! So dolphin frat party shenanigans, yes. bad, yes. bad form, bad form.
0: But uh, also, dolphins are polygenandrous, Uh both sex mate with multiple partners in any given breeding season. So uh, that's not to say that that's. The norm and standard is just that it does happen.
2: They just stand behind a little eyes wide shut banner and then say whatever happens in you know Vegas stays in Vegas.
0: <laughs> I, I'm just saying, dolphin females are also pretty up for it. That's how, that's how the species
2: works.
1: Their game. Okay. <laughs> I
2: have no. I have no comment. <laughs> no, I'm not. Not gonna. Not gonna touch that.
0: There's plenty of (laughs) conceptual dolphin sex happening, is all I'm saying. Uh, We don't don't have to assume that the bromance is for ill behavior. I just wanted to say that they are known in the animal kingdom for having uh, intelligence, and usually intelligence results in sexual assault.
1: Yeah, and violence.
0: uh, Wow, wow, what a dark turn this fact-checking quiz has taken. (laughs) Uh, Alex, are you ready for your next one? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, yeah. right, but let's try i thought those were the fun ones I'm like these aren't political don't worry <laughs> i'll make it political how dare you talk about dolphins okay all right all right Someone on uh uh what used to be called twitter uh they they shared a thing they shared a photo and said if you need to smile about something today google earth now shows good quality images of ukraine's successful october 2022 strike on russia's illegal crimea bridge and they showed a picture of that bridge uh, mid-bombing claiming it is from google
2: <laughs> it's from google earth the bombing of a bridge that's great <laughs> but i feel like it's my duty to, before i answer the question to say that i don't think a, a post on twitter counts as news uh, or any kind of source
1: or at least it, it should not
2: <laughs> so i'm I'm taking a non
0: you, and you said this
2: isn't like a news outlet posting it it's just a a, a person
0: yeah a, a person so 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 here's the here's the thing with the fact checks is is most of them now these days are social media posts because people the majority of people out there aren't Reading news outlets, they're going on social media, and they're being shared stories and uh, and memes.
2: Just so I'm clear on the game, I don't get the name of the source. I have to pretend that I'm Joe Scroller,
0: political commentator glasnost Gone on X, formerly Twitter. Okay,
2: totally legit. All right, but yeah, I'm sorry. That's if I get a point for this, and I say false then I feel like I've cheated because I just squeezed that information out. <laughs> uh,
0: what? What's What's your answer? False? I say false. No, it's true. Oh, what? You can, absolutely. You can go out on Google Earth right now and find images of this bridge's destruction that they took from their satellite in October 2022. Wow. Wow.
1: The future is now.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the picture and it's real and it's like, whoa. Uh, I don't know anything about the, the Crimean Bridge, so I'm not going to try and delve into that, but... I.
1: Go Ukraine. Yeah. Knock that knock that thing down.
0: I might have to
2: reevaluate my philosophy of the game because generally I'm I'm false until proven true when it comes to news. Sources. <laughs> but I might lose this game. <laughs>
0: you, but but you're actually you sh- we as a people should consider them false until proven true. Yeah. Because the confirmation bias, like we all want to believe things that align with what we already believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, you know, if if somebody starts telling me about how great I am, I want to believe them. Like, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm magnificent. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man, this is going to make my next segment
2: feel really bad for you. It was all about how great you are. (laughs) Dang.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Wait a minute.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I got to be skeptical now. (laughs) All right. Uh, uh, Ron, one more correct. And you you take the day. All right. Uh, you know, because dolphins were so safe politically. Mm. A, uh, also on Twitter, a conservative commentator and wokeness posted oh, a video showing what uh, uh CCTV showing twenty twenty ballot stuffing in Georgia. Does the CCTV actually show ballot stuffing? It's, it's video of people and they're taking these containers, look like suitcases, from under a table, opening up and just tossing them right into the vote counters. I could see, you could see the video yourself. We'll turn the link.
1: Okay. I'm going to say that, that that actually is true, but not as nefarious as it sounds.
0: Wow. No, it's, it's, completely, it's completely false, Ron. It's uh, false. Uh, the, the video. The video is real,
1: but I wanted to I wanted to believe this lady. She sounded so trustworthy.
0: I know. I know the random source on Twitter is so trustworthy. So they had footage of the entire thing going on. Right. And this person just took a clip and and claimed that they were pulling suitcases of made up ballots. That's just where they were storming, storing the ballots waiting to be thrown into the machine
1: as they are intended to. Yes.
0: So those were just regular ballots, but they're being claimed to be made up fake ballots.
1: They're not. What happened
0: was there were two teams of people working, people who opened the envelopes and prepared the ballots for the machine and the people who put the ballots in the machine. So when the people opening the ballots went home for the day, most of the press corps said, oh, they're done and left with them. And the security cameras keep going as the second group of people continued to just Toss the votes in the counting machines to be counted, and the the claim the claim people want to believe this was some people want to believe this was a, a the fucking shenanigans election so bad that they're trying to force anything to fit their facts, and that plays right in that confirmation bias we're talking about. If I already believe there was fraud in the twenty twenty presidential election, I'm going to see this post and I'm going to be like, well, proof. I saw it with my own eyes,
1: right there, incontrovertible
0: completely ignoring the whole context yeah
2: it's gross that's the, so what's the what's the take home i know i lost it. what's the take home on media literacy
0: <laughs> that's a that is true okay let's uh <laughs> let's 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 get some let's get some feel good going Feel goods. Uh you know what I uh, I don't think it's very controversial to say that the ending of the United Auto Workers strike against the Detroit Big 3 is great news and it is it does appear to be winding down it's not completely over but the tentative agreements are set between the UAW and Ford Motor Company, Stellantis and General Motors and that agreement includes a 25% wage increase through April 2028 and as well as some, one of the big things I remember talking about uh, on the other, on, on Two Bowls in a China Shop, the workers, new workers building up into experienced workers, that path has been eased and streamlined. For a long time, they would hire temporary new workers and just kind of freeze them in place while their skills grew and they became experienced workers, but on paper, they weren't and they weren't being compensated as such. Yeah, temp the temps were really bad. Yeah, so the fact that uh, Ford's already ratified it, Ford's like, "Yep, great, move on, let's do it." Uh, they're uh, it's big, big, big boost for workers, and now uh, uh, Stellantis and GM are on track to, to... Le- leaving just Tesla. But <laughs> <laughs> Tesla, yeah, they're not gonna
2: they're not gonna become progressive or follow anybody's rules.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm really pleased to see this wind down. Because every everybody wants the American economy to to be moving along and humming along in a, in a positive and good way, and and this helps us get get back to that. Uh, and and frankly, we we've all seen inflation skyrocket, and and it, and it always boggles my mind that they're like, oh, cost everything's going up, cost everything's going up. It's like, well, why isn't the cost of labor going up? Exactly, right. everything else is inflating. It's the only thing we
2: can do is is bring up labor. It's a natural motion of of oh inflation it's going up at a rate we don't love but it's going to you don't just like bring prices down that's not a part of the cycle the only thing that's the next step is is raise wages
0: yeah yeah you can't skip it so you i'm just- glad there's at
2: least been a lot of union activity that's been you know um in the open the actual union presence is is lower and declining but at least there's like union activity in the news which I think will inspire people to be like, Hey, maybe a union is good. Maybe getting paid for is good.
0: Yeah, it's it's it definitely 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 some feel good stuff. Any any time I hear about like I'm I'm a total plebe. I'm a plebe. When I hear that the, the people are are getting their needs advanced, it makes me happy and it makes me smile. Yeah, me too. Because uh, I don't care if you make today in America five hundred grand, grand a year, uh, you're a plebe. <laughs> That's not enough, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, like I know you think you're rich and you're doing well. You're doing great. You're doing fucking phenomenal. But you know what? It's a it's a small club and you ain't in it, to quote George Carlin.
1: Not fuck you, money. I can't really
0: fathom such a
1: low number. Can you say it again? 500,000? A
0: year? Yes. Yeah. If you make that, like, your bills are paid, right? Your needs are met. That's more than enough. But that's not rich enough to, to you know, fucking pull off like what Sam Bankman-Fried did. <laughs> anyway, uh so uh, we'll leave, leave you leave you with that feel goods. Uh it's been a been a jam-packed episode today. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me. Ron, always a pleasure. Professor Greenguard, always, always a good time. Thank you. Thank you. Glad Kyle made it by the stop by the lounge today. Uh glad folks, so glad you made it to the end with us. We love you so much. Uh, you know, you can always reach out to us at halfcocktails at gmail dot com or text even leave a voicemail, 443-499-8253. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. Uh, wait, wait a minute. We're just giving this away, right? We're not selling this. Giving it, it away? away. God damn! I need a, I need a better business model. Uh, if, <laughs> like, share, <laughs> rate, subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. If you don't like this show, let your enemies know. <laughs> ha! Fuck them. that will show them. Uh, until next time, we'll be seeing ya. Toodles.
1: Now things are
0: ending.